Welcome to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. This is Bells in the Betfree. Originally released on April 13th, 2006. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to Bells in the Bat Free, episode 24. I'm your genial host. Let me take this opportunity to wish all of you a happy Easter, a happy Passover, or just a happy weekend, if you prefer. Got a lot of exciting things going on today, a special guest, and of course... Well, 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 if it isn't Arnie Kunchpard, resident genius. Oh, but it is. It is what? Arnie Kunchpard, resident genius. I said you were Arnie Kunchpard. No, you said if it isn't Arnie Kunchpard, and I well, am Arnie Kunchpard. an expression, I Arnie. Just like, okay, 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 just what's up? Okay, I got a new invention. A new invention, okay, uh, let's see it. Here it is. Arnie? That's a chicken. Chickens have already been invented. I knew all those years you spent on the farm would come in handy someday. Yes, Mr. Bell, it is a chicken, but it's not the chicken that is the invention. It's what I do with the chicken. You're not going to lose us our family-friendly rating. What is it that chickens do best, Mr. Bell? Get fried? No, no, no. no. Baked? No. Fricassee? Come on, you know. They lay eggs. Egg? Exactly, Mr. Bell. <laughs> Observe. Okay, sweetie. Lay an egg for me. Come on, lay an egg. One, two, three, go! Wow, you've trained that chicken to lay an egg on command. Oh, all my chickens do that. It's no big deal. Oh, then what's the big deal? The big deal is this new invention. You see this little pill? Uh-huh. Okay, chicken, take the pill. Swallow the pill. Swallow, swallow, swallow. Now look at my finger. Okay, swallow the pill. Good chicken. Okay, give her a second or two to kind of refresh and relax here uh-huh. for a second. And okay, let's go. Ready? One, two, three, go. Oh, my gosh, Arnie, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the chicken laid an egg that's colored. Yeah. It's got... Red, yellow, green stripes and polka dots all over it, and the chicken laid it like that. Easter eggs. Uh, Arnie, huh? is that egg hard-boiled? Oh, no, Mr. Bell. If it was going to be hard-boiled, I'd have to give something to the chicken that would, well, we would really upset the ESPN. ASPCA. Yeah, them too. Uh-huh. I notice you have two other chickens here. Do they do the same thing? Oh, yes, yes. I want to demonstrate this pill works on all chickens. Here, I'll give the pill to the other two chickens. Here, sweetheart. Take the pill. Take the pill. Okay, that's good. Okay, and you come here. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Take the pill, take the pill. Okay, now, you, let's lay an egg. Ready? One, two, three, go! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Look at that, it's got zaggedy lines okay, on it. Okay, now my shirt chicken. Ready? One, two, three, go! Uh oh. One, two, three, go! Um, Arnie. Arnie. Arnie, Arnie. That's a rooster. Yeah? Roosters don't lay eggs. Why won't he lay an egg? Roosters can't lay eggs. Why, are they lazy or something? Arnie, have you been reading those magazines I've been sending to you? No, not yet. You might want to start. Oh, okay. 
Well, be that as it may, all of my chickens, except for this lazy one, lay eggs like this. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean, all of your chickens? Well, I have 4,000 of them. 4,000 chickens? I I'm keeping them in the barn. We don't have a barn, Arnie. Well, by barn, I mean the storeroom. You know, where we keep the, the, the cowlets? You mean those itty-bitty cows from episode five? Yeah, all those little tiny miniature cows that we got. So we got several thousand cowlets and several thousand chickens in the storeroom. Oh, for crying out loud. If I were you, I wouldn't open that door without no. a hatchback. No, 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 definitely not. Okay, uh, Arnie, uh, what are you planning to do with all these chickens? I'm gonna sell the eggs for Easter eggs. Okay, all right, just take your chickens and take care of that in the storeroom barn thing, okay? Okay, okay, chick, 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 follow me. Oh, my goodness, Mr. Bell, I just thought of something. What? If I fed the rooster the color pill, uh -huh. and it's not going to lay an egg, uh -huh. those colors got to come out some. You better hurry. I'll hurry on. Okay, yeah. come on, Sarah. Gangway, everybody. Bring it away. Bring it away. I didn't make it, Mr. Bell. Miss Schmeckelheimer. Activate Arnie Code Red again. Attention, attention. There has been a release of biohazardous or radioactive materials in the building. Please follow the standard emergency procedures. Have a nice day. Lockdown, everybody. Close the airtight doors. Get them all closed. Get the hallway door closed. All right, that was it. Everybody, don't panic. Everybody, settle down. There's no reason to... Okay, a little bit of a reason to panic. But everybody just stay calm. You, you over you aren't you in charge aren't you in charge of evacuation? Uh that's not the way to do that. Uh okay, everybody just shut up. Miss Schmackelheimer, Miss Schmackelheimer, where are you? Could you come Where did Miss Schmackelheimer get a helicopter? Miss Schmackelheimer, come back here. I need you. Oh, this is just great. Okay, uh, here come the authorities, I think. Yes, okay, finally, here come the authorities. Everybody, please, settle down, settle down. There's nothing to worry about. We have the proper procedures for this. Um, officer, over this way. Yeah, over this way. Yes, okay, come on this way. Where's the problem, sir? The problem is right over here. Send your guys right down the hallway just a little bit to the left there. We'll take care of this. Okay, we're clear. Okay, everybody. Okay, excitement's over. Everybody go back to work, back to your stations. Thank you, officers, yeah. and we'll see, see you next time. time. Yeah. Several weeks ago, episode 19 to be exact, I had a special guest in the studio who gave a diatribe against reasons. This statement from this anti-reason person really opened a can of worms, or a box of reasons, which, according to the anti-reason lady, is not that much different. Here now is a brief segment of that editorial. I'm from the Benevolent Anti-Raisin Federation, and I'm here to tell you raisins are evil. From barf? Yes, evil. I was contacted by a pro-raisin group, and now, in the interest of equal time, I would like to present the other side of the story. Welcome to the show, and what group do you represent? Mr. Bell, we are with O-R-E-O. O-R-E. Orderly Raisin Eaters Organization. I see. We want equal time, and we are going to stay here, right here outside your building until you let us tell our side. Okay, wait, hold, hold, hold. Let me go. Let me go check on this. Hold on just a second. And open the window here. Raise the roof for raises. Raise the roof for raises. Yep, they're out there. All right. 
Okay, please continue. You let that crazy woman go on and on, maligning the noble, crinkly, juicy, healthy, vitamin-filled, naturally sweet treat of nature. You're talking about... I'm talking about raisins, Mr. Bell. I see. Raisins. Mm -hmm. She made them sound like some sort of bug. Well, they're sort of... When you were a kid, what did your mother put in your lunchbox for your dessert? Uh... Cupcakes? No. Mr. Bell, your mother put in a little box of raisins, the healthy treat. Yeah, but... You looked at that box and thought, wow, my mom really loves me. I did. And you opened that box and took the plump, juicy raisins out one at a time, enjoying each chewy morsel. Well, you probably played games with them, well, judging by what I've heard on this show. Tiddly raisins. But we are here, Mr. Bell, to defend this noble, natural nugget. Uh-huh. Raisins aren't like nasty nuts hiding in cookies waiting to break your tooth. Ew. Raisins are the gooey, chewy choice of mothers everywhere. Uh-huh. So, in the interests of equal time, we brought along a movie that will explain all about raisins. Oh. The natural treat. And we have Brad over here at the projector. Brad, could you roll that movie, please? Oh, uh, Mr. Bell, a moment of your time. What? Could you come uh, over here? Excuse, excuse me just a moment. Brad needs to talk to me for just a second. What is it, Brad? Am I to understand that all those people outside... Love raisins? Yes, they do, Brad. Oh, Mr. Bell, I see an opportunity here. I happen to have several thousand boxes of raisins left over from... Well, you don't want to know. Yes, I do. I could probably sell those those people outside and make uh, a tidy profit. Well, knock yourself out, Brad. Okay, I'll start the projector, and I'll go get the raisins. Okay, okay. mum's the word. Okay, I'll oh. say anything. All right, uh, and here goes the movie. Roll it, Brad. The Sun Smooched Raisin Company presents How Raisins Are Made. This is the Sun Smooched Raisin Vineyard. This is where Sun Smooch grows the plumpest, juiciest, most flavorful grapes in the world. Then we shrivel them down to a wrinkled little dried up blob. But how does this shriveling occur? Just watch. But what you're about to see is a trade secret, so don't tell anybody. Ha <laughs> The grapes are stripped from the vines by these specialized grape plucking experts who have trained at the Sun Smooched Plucking Institute. They place the grapes, one at a time, exactly 18 inches apart, on this moving conveyor belt. Uh-oh, those two grapes are 20 inches apart. Luckily, our overseer is on the job. Inside the sun-smooched facility, past these triple-thick titanium alloy doors built to withstand the blast of a six-megaton bomb, we get to the true heart of the system. These are the Raisin Sculptors. As each grape comes in, it is bombarded with intense gamma radiation to shrink them down to optimum size and squishiness. Then the Sculptors take these grapes and with a few deft moves with their precision raisin sculpting tools, they form each and every wrinkle on the former grapes. No two designs of wrinkles are ever the same. Uh-oh, our quality control scanners have detected two raisins that are more than 85% alike. Luckily, our overseer is on the job. After the raisins pass through quality control, they are placed in these colorful sun-smooched boxes to be sent out to cookie makers the world over, to be hidden inside cookies just waiting for some unsuspecting child to bite down on them and experience the surprise that is a big, 
juicy, gooky, sticky, sun-smooched raisins. But we know those children will eat and enjoy every single bite because they all know that, luckily, our overseers are on the job. Mmm, it's good. Really, it is. And that's the story of sun-smooched raisins. Say, why don't you ask your teacher to serve you some delicious, nutritious, sun-smooched raisins right now? We sent plenty of boxes over with this film, and they're only $2 a box. Thanks for watching. Always remember to floss, or you could have raisin gook between your teeth for months. Copyright 1953 by the Sun Smooched Raisin Corporation. I have a surprise for you now since you've presented the pro-raisin side of the story. I have the original anti-raisin lady hidden inside this closet. Hold on just a moment. Would you like to make a rebuttal? Indeed. It's sad, really, how they try to defend raisins. In other words, they're saying that the only good grape is a dead grape. Our mission is to educate the public on the evils of raisins, those shriveled bags of brown goo. Ew. They love to masquerade as chocolate chips in your cookies. They love to hide inside a bagel and pretend to be toasted onions so that when you warm up the bagel and cut it open, you see that the bagel has been thoroughly contaminated by raisin slime. Ew. They're like little burgers that fall into your granola. Oh, there's a Johnny Fever moment. In reality... Those repulsive things really are nature's boogers. Let's keep a level of... They should uh, be shunned as all boogers should be shunned, oh, wiped away and scraped Thank off. you. Okay, the anti-raisin lady said her group was outside, but I know that the pro-raisin group is out front. I think they're still there. Well, let's go take a look, okay? And open up the window. Wrinkled, not wrinkled. Wrinkled, not wrinkled. Yeah, they're still out there. All right, let's go to the other side and open up this other window and see if the anti-raisin group is out back. The wrinkle does stinkle. The wrinkle does stinkle. Well, this definitely is an interesting situation. I guess as long as everybody protests peacefully, there's no reason that we all Mr. can't Bell, just... Mr. Bell. Yes, Brad? I got them. Look at this. Thousands of boxes of raisins. Wow. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to sell them to those protesters. What's the quickest way to get out there? I'd say out the back door, Brad. <laughs> okay, here I go. Good luck, Brad. <laughs> Hi, everybody. You want to buy some nice, big, juicy raisins? Uh-oh. <laughs> Mr. Bell, those people are crazy. They want to tear me apart. i got to go hide. Mr. Bell, don't tell them where I am. I'm going to hide. Where? I'll hide in the storeroom. Okay. I'd like to thank my two guests today who... The storeroom. Brad, don't open that. Oh, great. There are the chickens. Okay. There are the cowlets. Arnie? Arnie, can you help me, please? Yeah, boy, look all the chickens Yes, around. Arnie, I know that. And the cows Yes, around. Arnie, I know that. Is there any way to get rid of them? Yeah, we open this door, though. No, Arnie, don't open the door because they're going to... Uh, uh, okay, we'll open up this other door instead. No, Arnie, don't open that door because there are more people... Oh, Attention. Attention. Oh, well, that's just dandy. Miss Schmackelheimer? That's right, she's still... Uh, I'd like to thank my guest voices today. Cindy Taylor is Miss Schmackelheimer. Becky Beach is the anti-raisin lady. Dale Kesterson is the pro-raisin lady. I hope you all join me next week, assuming there's something left here next week. This is John Bell thanking you for listening to Bell in the Bad Free.
<laughs> Boy, am I glad to be inside where it's warm. Hey, Grandma, what's for lunch? We're having nice piping hot bowls of Candwell's Cheese Atomic Soup. It's sure to warm you up, both inside and outside. Canwell's Cheese Atomic Soup? I never read that before. What's in it? You know how you like tomato soup with a grilled cheese sandwich on the side? Yeah, that's my favorite. I know. Well, Candwell's Cheese Atomic Soup is a delicious tomato soup with little chunks of grilled cheese sandwich already in it. Wow, what a terrific time-saving gimmick. I can't wait to try it, Grandma. Just sit down and have some. Here's your bowl right here. Thanks, Grandma. Hmm. Well, what do you think? The little bits of grilled cheese sandwich are kind of soggy and mushy. Yeah, and? Uh, and, and that's just the way I like it, yeah. That's what I thought you were going to say. Well, eat up. I don't want any of this crap. I want my Candwells. Good food is soup.